Welcome to Herrick Does That, a podcast on current legal topics, relevant industry and legal trends, and significant developments in the law, brought to you by the attorneys of Herrick Feinstein. I am Belinda Schwartz, the Executive Chair of Herrick, and I want to thank you for joining us. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. This is Carol Goodman. I'm going to be chatting with my colleague, partner, and friend, Valinda Schwartz, who has recently taken over as chairperson of Herrick Feinstein. Hi, Valinda. Hi, Carol. Good morning. This is a really exciting moment for our firm. You and I have been here for a long time. I am just about my 30th anniversary, and I think you're at your 26th anniversary, although you came to Herrick Feinstein as a partner, which I'm going to ask you about. And it's a really incredible time for all of us in that not only are you the chairperson of our firm, but you have and continue to be the co-chair of our real estate department, being the chair before that. I'm co-chairing our litigation department. We're both members of the executive committee. And we have um, a woman colleague who is also chair of our trust and estates department, Carolyn Caulfield. So that is uh, pretty incredible. It's crazy, Carol, to think that when we started out as young attorneys, young associates in our areas of expertise, litigation and real estate, that we would ever get to this point in our careers. It's pretty incredible. It is. It gets me to my first question for you today. And as many times as we've talked and shared stories, I don't know what you're going to say when I ask you, how'd you get here? (laughs) Funny, Carol, because I'm going to ask you the same thing. Look, when I think back on my career and how I got here, it's just been an incredible, long, hard, and obviously rewarding path. I started out as a young associate, as a real estate lawyer, grinding away in an area of law that was not particularly friendly to women, but I loved it. I really, truly love real estate. I think I like buildings. I like architecture. I like deals, like negotiating. And I sort of just one rung at a time, slowly but surely climbed up. And then I guess at a certain point, I just decided to to use an overused expression and a complicated one, of course, I decided to lean in and just go for it. And uh, the chips fell where they did. So I'm, I'm very lucky, Carol. Do you think it took you longer to get here because you're a woman? Or do you think you got here because you're a woman? Well, I think it actually took me quite a bit longer to get where I am because I'm a woman. As you know, things have evolved. They're not perfect, but they have evolved. But I entered the profession at a time when women, not allowed to wear pants, had to wear, I wore a silk bow tie, and I was the person that everyone turned to, to serve coffee at the meetings. It was rather difficult. There was, you know, there was a partner's bathroom that was for male partners at one of the firms I was at. And I I wanted to have a family and that was, you know, there was a mommy track, right? That people assumed if you had children, you were on the mommy track. So I had a fight against that. And of course, I think you and I have found that as we developed our muscle, that there are ways to lean into being a woman in our profession that actually do help us, but it's not so obvious. I'm laughing about your comment that you weren't allowed to wear pants. 
I have a sort of story legend in my family in my first job, which was not here. I actually wore a pantsuit my mother convinced me to wear in the early 90s. And I was so nervous and received so many looks, like people looking at me up and down, that I, embarrassed to tell you, I went home and changed and came back in a dress. And about a couple years later, I was actually at Herrick. I had my first trial with one of our head partners at the time. And our judge was Judge Sonia Sotomayor at the time in the Southern District of New York. And she was wearing pants. I said, if it's good enough for Judge Sotomayor, it's good enough for me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when I, I continued in my pantsuits. How about you, Carol? How to get here? I, I took a bit of a roundabout path because I had to. Um, I wanted to work a flexible schedule which wasn't really flexible. It was four-day schedule. And so I was, I mean, I was kind of forced to take a roundabout path to partnership. And I think it was about a 14-year roundabout path. I remember saying to people at the time, if you give me some flexibility for five or six years, you'll have me for my whole career. And I shouldn't have had to ask that question. I shouldn't have had to make that deal because Flexibility at that time was still Billy North of 1,800 hours, but I had to watch my male colleagues who were either my year or junior to me rise above me. And so it really wasn't until I was almost 40 years old that I was finally um, able to put myself up for partner because I came back full time. It's incredible. <laughs> but I did pick the profession because I thought it was uh, was good for women, and I do stand by that because I think things have really evolved and changed. So back to you, because I have some other questions for you. When when we broke the news at Herrick, um, you, I know that you received a lot of phone calls and emails. Even I received emails on your behalf congratulating Herrick and you. Are there any particular sentiments or congratulatory messages that you'd like to share? Carol, it's incredible. I, I really cannot believe how many people reached out to me to congratulate me. It was overwhelming almost. And I'll tell you this, the one that was the most impactful was there was a partner at a large law firm who I don't know. And he emailed me and said that the most incredible thing that he understood when he got the email that had been circulated around, I think on Dirt Lawyer, was he thought about his three daughters and he told them and he said they were ecstatic. He did not know me. His daughters don't know me, but he thought it was just an incredible message to them of what you can achieve as a woman in this profession or in any profession. And I think that's the one that stayed with me the most. Do you think that now after all these years, there's any advantage to be a woman in law? Well, Carol, <laughs> I would put it this way. I would say that it still is very tough if you look at it, you know, from the outside. But I think you and I have found a way to turn it into an advantage because perhaps we can relate to our clients somewhat differently we're very, very nurturing, we're very good at hand-holding, and we are very good at negotiating. And I think that 
they relate to us in a different way. So it could be that the clients that we've been able to bring in are self-selecting in who they want as a lawyer. But I think a lot of them would say they love having us as their lawyers and others should use us too. What about you, Carol? That's a tough question. It is a tough question. I don't know that there is an advantage. I think that the pendulum is slowly switching. And I think that you and I are in a really unique position at this firm and this company to help uh, junior attorneys. And and we have been. But But I think we're trying to help all of the attorneys, not just women, because we've both been successful in bringing in business. And at the end of the day, bringing in business, in addition to being an excellent lawyer and an excellent colleague, is really what helps define you and give you the ability to be relevant in a very important way in your company and in your industry. So I would say, Carol, that it is still harder for me to bring in business than my male colleague, but not every male colleague. Like you have to want to do this and you have to be unafraid of asking for business and you have to not be daunted when you get rejected and you have to be tough, but you can be tough in a nice way. I think that's right. And now with, um, let's see, how many years, 2017, five, six years with Me Too behind us and really gender becoming fluid in a lot of ways. I think that's right. Um, And how many things have changed with parents. I really try to look at families as parents. And even the the laws have caught up with that somewhat in that under the law, male, female, I mean, it depends, I guess, on the policy, but under parental leave, at least in New York and California, Massachusetts, maybe a couple of other places, um, it's not gender specific. So, you find that you know both parents can take leave often at separate times and don't see a huge difference anymore between male female parents who want to take the time for their family so i agree with what you're saying that it's not helping women per se it's it's attorneys get to the next step i think you have a unique perspective carol because of your expertise in employment law and in hr and i think that gives everyone at the firm with your assistance, the ability to see things a little more broadly. But I would say that it's still hard to quote unquote, have it all. Well, that was going to be my next question. If you want to elaborate on that. (laughs) Having it all. That's like the toughest thing I always get asked. And I think we both know that having it all is really not a thing. There's no such thing as having it all. Very hard to be perfect at everything. Very hard to, you know, for myself, I'll make it very personal. Be a great partner, be a good mother, be a good wife, be a good daughter, be a good sibling, be a good friend. It's just there aren't enough hours in the day. And so you have to be able to, I think for myself, acknowledge that there are times in your day or in your week or in your year where you're going to be better at one thing than another. I do tend to prioritize my career 
but that's partly because I've had a lot of luck with my family. Life is not always a bowl of cherries, and uh, you just have to be able to swim through the tide, through the waves. How about you, Carol? I think having it all is the hardest question to answer. Yeah, that's not possible. But I don't know that anyone has it all in that way. I'm grateful that I have a career and I'm grateful that with my daughters, well, I was going to say on their own, my daughters being older, they always need, we always need each other. Um, I am grateful that I have this career. And as my husband would say, I, I don't look back, I move forward. So um, as soon as I was, quote, an empty nester, I became a member of the executive committee and co-chair of litigation and just plowed through. But no, I don't think that you can have it all. I I think if we had more time in a day, perhaps. I think that's a similarity between you and me, that we are forward looking, not backward looking. If you look back, you could you can always say, I wish I had done X, Y, Z. I wish I had done this differently. I think instead, what both of us try to do is always look forward and try to improve on what we could do. I think that's right. And it does get easier as your family gets more autonomous in some ways. But um, I don't know, Belinda, what would your advice be to the new generation? I'll bring it back to women who want to become leaders in their firms or their companies or in their industry. Well, I think from a substantive perspective, I think it's very important to understand that law is a business and to appreciate that deals are, have a business component to them. And yes, there's the law, but you need to understand the business deal. You need to understand how important bringing in business is. You can't wait till the stars are aligned to go after business. I think that you should also look for mentors And I don't mean mentors specifically in your profession or exactly like who you are. You can have mentors from whom you pick up a little bit from each of them, and then you sort of mold it into something that works for you. You've been a mentor to me, Carol, even though I am older than you, um, because I pick up really good things from the way you do run your career from you. And I just think you have to really think broadly about how you learn to be good at what you do. Looking back, Belinda, what what helped you get to where you are? If you had to pick one or two? I guess I would say, Carol, that you just have to have a sense of humor about life and the business. And I can explain what I mean by that. And you also have to Be willing to, when people turn to you and say, you aren't going to make it in this profession because you're not a man, you don't understand the culture, et cetera, et cetera, you have to look at them and say, oh, really? I'm sorry. I am going to make it. I am up to the task, but I let a lot of things roll off my shoulders, Carol, a lot of things. And I think that's helped me at home. And I think it's helped me in life in general, too. How about you, Carol? That That's hard for me. <laughs> I think I, I would answer it a little differently, which is for me and the advice I would give to anybody out there who is junior and, and is in a new generation. 
I, I really don't think you can do it alone. And that may or may not mean family or colleagues or friends, but you need the support. One needs the support at home, whether it's a partner or a spouse. One needs the support of your family, and I mean even your children or your parents. It is so hard if you don't have support and and help in getting where you're getting because I don't think you can do it all. And if if I'm at work, I need someone to help me at home and vice versa. So whether I'm home and I need help at work or at work and I need help at home, um, people shouldn't be afraid to ask because we all want to help each other succeed. Many of us want to help each other. Yeah, I think that's sort of a nice way of putting it, Carol. You know, the legal profession can be a cutthroat profession, right? There's a lot of competition. There are a lot of lawyers out there. And you and I really wanted to get to the top, really wanted to succeed. And um, you do succeed. I've had the same nanny housekeeper for 31 years. I treat her like gold. And uh, I think I've been really blessed in that way. I don't think I could do it without her and without a lot of support. And yet, at the end of the day, it's up to us, right? The individual to make it work. Uh, and and that's hard, but we work very hard. Well, Linda, I am grateful to you for your mentorship as well and friendship. Thank you, Carol. So we look forward to seeing what's next. It's going to be a fun ride. Thank you again, Belinda, for our conversation. And we really want to thank our listeners. We hope that you will join us on our next episode of Herrick Does Happen.